0: 通过研读创世纪, 并联系新约的思想, Genesis chapter 7 Work and then wait. Righteousness. One week before the flood came, which would wipe out the wicked human race, God gave Noah instructions, and God described Noah in a very important way. Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. The Hebrew word for righteous is tzadek, and it means just, lawful, righteous, and correct. This is now the second time in the Bible Noah is described as Righteous. At this moment in history, in the history of the world, God had not given the Ten Commandments. Do not murder, do not lie, do not steal. If there was no law from God, how could people know what was right and wrong? How could Noah be just, lawful, righteous, and correct with no law? Apparently from the beginning of creation, there was a way to be righteous and a way not to be righteous. Even at the beginning of Genesis, we see a contrast between those who were following God and those who were not. In these first seven chapters of Genesis, we learn about the lives of several people. Abel, Enoch, and Noah are ones who have followed God's ways. In contrast to these men, there is Cain, Lamech number one. He was the first person to have two wives and he killed a man out of defense. And by Genesis chapter six, there is of course, The rest of the world, who were wicked in thought, word, and deed. There was obviously a way to follow God and a way not to follow God, and God made it clear to all people. He put something in each human that clearly pointed to God's right way, and when people went against God, they knew it. For instance, once Cain murdered Abel, he immediately knew he was guilty. Cain had to hide the murder from God. I can't imagine his parents had taught him, don't murder anyone. For at this point in in the history of the human race, there were no murders. Cain was the first murderer. In each person, God has placed a conscience. We innately know what is right and what is wrong. This is a gift from God. In cultures around the world, humans have similar moral code. Even cultures of different religions have similar morals. Do not murder, do not steal, do not lie. These are common rules for all people. God gave each person a conscience and a knowing of what is right and wrong, even without the Ten Commandments. Have you ever done something and immediately your conscience told you your action was not right? This is a God-given gift. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you also have the presence of the Holy Spirit in you who will convict you of sin. But we have to make a choice. Will we listen to our conscience or the conviction of the Holy Spirit? Will we follow God's right way? What do you think happens to a person who repeatedly refuses to listen to their conscience or refuses to listen to the conviction of the Holy Spirit? Even without a formal law from God, Noah knew what was right and what was wrong, and he did what was right. He did not participate in the wickedness of the world all around him. And then, what really made him stand out as an incredible person was he did exactly what God told him to do. Without questioning, his actions demonstrated he believed God and trusted Him. Instructions from God Noah diligently built the ark according to God's design, and now it was time to fill the ark. God gave Noah specific instructions of how many animals to gather into the ark. He was to have seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal. Genesis chapter 7 verses 2 to 5 Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now I will send rain on earth for forty days and forty nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Why seven seven of clean and one of unclean? God did not say. But we can imagine God has plans for these extra animals. We actually will learn later on some of these animals will be used as a sacrifice to God. And some of these animals might become food for Noah and his family after the flood. Though before the flood, humans did not eat animals. It was only after the flood God told Noah they could eat meat. Seven-day deadline God gave Noah the instructions about what animals to bring into the ark, and he also gave him a deadline. Seven days! Only seven days to gather so many animals? Have you ever been given an unreasonable deadline from a boss? I have. This seems difficult to achieve. In seven days, gather all of these animals? How? Noah does not question God, he just accepts the assignment. Does seven days remind you of anything? I wonder if God was remembering those first seven days of creation. Genesis chapter 7 verses 6 to 16 Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters came on the earth, and Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the water of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals, of birds of, and of all creatures that move along the ground, male and female, came to Noah and entered the ark, as God had commanded Noah. And after the seven days the floodwaters came on the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, on the seventeenth day of the second month, on that day all of the springs of the great deep burst forth and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very day Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to its kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind everything with wings pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark the animals going in were male and female of every living thing as God had commanded Noah then the Lord shut him in Noah didn't have to worry too long about how he was gonna gather the animals the animals came to him and on their own, they entered the ark. Noah and his sons did not have to go out and choose which animals to bring along. God himself chose the ones he wanted to survive on the ark. Just like he chose Noah, he chose the animals. This procession of animals must have looked amazing. The neighbors might have started to get a little nervous. Genesis chapter 7, verses 17 to 24. For forty days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than fifteen cubits. Every living thing that moved on land perished birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth, and all mankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out, people and animals and the creatures that move along the ground, and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left, and those with him in the ark. The waters flooded the earth for a 150 days everyone in the ark. Within seven days, all of the animals were present. Noah and his family also entered the ark. Who was going to shut the door? The Bible says God himself shut the door. Right on schedule, rain began and the springs of the earth burst. And it rained for 40 days, just as God told Noah. Everything was destroyed. This must have been terrifying. Even the highest mountain was under the flood. Finally, after the 40th day, the rain stopped. But now what? Had God given Noah further instructions? Did God tell Noah when he could exit the ark? After the rain stopped, the ark floated and floated and floated. The waters flooded the earth for 150 days, flooding for five months. Five months waiting. For five months, Noah and his family and all of the animals floated with no destination. Waiting, watching, wondering, the whole earth had changed. There was nothing left alive. They were the only humans left alive, and they had no idea how long they would be floating or where they would be going. There was no steering mechanism on the ark. Noah and his family had no control over where they were going. Their lives were in God's hand. And they just had to wait. Have you ever had a situation where you were not able to control your circumstances and you just had to wait and trust God for an indefinite amount of time? While he was waiting, I can imagine Noah was thinking about his next big challenge, starting over. Noah's Preparation Noah was prepared for this massive life change and massive responsibility. Noah was a righteous man who for many years had worked hard building an ark. He completely obeyed God. He did everything God commanded him and he waited on God's perfect timing. The timing of completing the ark, meeting the seven-day deadline of collecting the animals and even waiting on God to close the door to the ark. He had complete faith and trust in God. Noah's family respected and trusted him. They followed him into the ark, and the whole family was saved. Noah's trust in God and strong work ethic helped him to finish the incredible task of building an ark. These same character traits would help Noah to wait in the ark and then establish a new kind of life when the time came. But until then, all Noah could do was wait. Trust once again in God's perfect timing as they floated on the flood waters for 150 days. Phases of life with God. Similar to Noah, there are phases we go through in life. Number one, preparation and hard work. Noah worked hard to build the ark. Number two, difficult circumstances. The flood came. Number three, times of waiting floating for five months in the ark. Number four, moving forward, starting over, coming out of the ark. All of these phases are important and require us to have an active faith. Our actions should reflect our faith. Noah was a man who was a doer. He did everything God told him to do. He did not ask questions or complain. He just kept doing. God provided for him along the way. When the big job of collecting all the animals came along, God brought the animals. It would have been too hard to have collected them in advance. God himself shut them into the ark, making the way to escape the coming judgment of the flood. What is your purpose, ministry, service, or work? Noah had an incredible purpose. He had hard work to do. He had his family to save, not to mention all the animals. Like Noah, each person has a unique purpose. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Sometimes, though people want to just jump to the amazing accomplishment, like running a big company, or standing on a stage, or publishing a best-selling book, the big achievements, like building an ark and surviving a worldwide flood, come after we have done the preparation. Has God given you a vision for your life's work? How are you preparing? Thanks for having some spiritual Wai with, with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.